What we know is as long as there is a pandemic, it will be creating disruptions. Now, the good news is we found a lot of steps that we can take, including in the short term, that have made a huge difference. But if we have to bring in so many goods from overseas that uh, a shipping issue or a factory closure thousands of miles away stops us from getting what we need, that's a problem. That's the Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, talking about the supply chain, which isn't fixed, so we're clear. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. The supply chain is not fixed. The supply chain is just no longer a top subject because we've passed Christmas. That's what's happened. But what has also happened is that inflation is at 7%. Inflation has taken away the rising wages. It's at the highest rate since 1982. But the White House, whether it's through uh, the Secretary of Transportation, Pete Buttigieg, saying that you know any disruption in the supply chain is going to increase inflation, or whether it's through the White House Economic Advisor, Brian Deese, telling reporters that it's a global phenomenon and an un- unanticipated outcome of the pandemic, Well, is any of that true? Dr. Matt Will joins us, economist at the University of Indianapolis. Matt Will, M-A-T-T-W-I-L-L dot com is where you can find him. First, let's talk about this 7% that we're dealing with uh, over the previous year, highest since 1982. Is this what you expected? Is this higher than what you expected? Or is that 7% actually low and we're somehow not accounting for things? Well, you know what, Tony, if you go back and just listen to our conversations just about uh, five or six months ago, I said exactly that this was going to happen. It was not transitory. And I think 7% is low. I think there's going to be more to the picture than what we see because the way they calculate the CPI is a very, very old basket of goods. In reality, it, the, insur- the inflation rate is probably higher. I can't tell you the exact number, but my guess would be in the 10% range minimum. Now, that would be in terms of, uh, of a psychological barrier would, would create in people fear, panic, all these kinds of things. But what we're talking about is it just costs more to buy the everyday things. And something that we did discuss, something that you mentioned about six months ago, now is the time to buy things because your money is going to be worth less. Uh, not worthless, but worth less uh, in, into 2022. And that's exactly what we're seeing. I think the question is, when does this end? But, Tony, it's not going to end because the, the cause of this is very simple. It's government. Government causes inflation. They create it by spending money. They create it by printing money. It's a very simple formula. Milton Friedman won a Nobel Prize for this. It's not complex, yet the, the government likes to blame it on other people. This government, Tony, is a socialist-oriented government. They're going to spend more money, and that's going to cause more inflation. And even though the Fed has said they're going to try to control inflation, they're fighting Um, fiscal policy. Tony, the government wants to spend. Joe Manchin will not hold out forever. At some point, they're going to spend the trillions of dollars they want to spend, and that will add fuel to the fire. Talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist at the University of Indianapolis. Let's get back to this uh, supply chain issue, which uh, I've made my argument that just because the holidays are over doesn't mean the supply chain issues 
are, are over. Uh, you had spent some time on the West Coast. You had seen uh, the ports not working. It was President Biden who said, we're going to have those ports working 24-7. Well, just because you say it doesn't mean that it happens uh, like that. Uh, what are you hearing about being able to get product from overseas, whether it is from China, whether it is from, from, from South America? Uh, and what are you hearing about uh, the ports and their ability to adapt to a 24-7 or a 24-6 or a 26? Or are they actually doing more, uh, working more hours? Tony, they're they're working slightly more hours from what I've heard. They've not adapted. Yesterday, Los Angeles port still had 60 container ships off the port. That number is down only because the demand is down from the holiday shopping season. Tony, they haven't fixed the problem. There is no fix in sight. And I, I, I want to point out something here. I'm tired of the politicians either lying or being ignorant about COVID and supply chain causing inflation. That's factually false, and any economist that tells you that is lying to your face. Because if you spend an extra dollar because of COVID, you're not spending it somewhere else, Tony. So the aggregate inflation will not go up. COVID doesn't cause us. It may cause you to displace where you spend your money, Tony. You may spend it over here rather than over there, but the total inflation will not be impacted by COVID. It's but wait, but they make the, the argument, let, let, me, let me interrupt for a second there, uh, sir. They're making the yeah. argument that COVID causes the the less productivity and, that, and, and the shipping issues. We have less product, as you describe it. Inflation is too much cash and not enough stuff, and that's why we have inflation. Are you saying that that's wrong? No, Tony, it's true. Too much cash, not enough stuff. But both of those are caused by government. The government is sending out stimulus checks. The government is spending like drunken sailors. And they're the ones that are, that are limiting through regulation the stuff in the ports, stuff coming in because of OSHA and environmental rules in California. So you're right. Too much cash, not enough stuff. But both of those problems are created by government, not by businesses. And last week, Biden blamed businesses, meat producers, meat packers. He said they're causing inflation. Tony, he was going after them back in July before we had this inflation scare. So this is just a repackaged, retread uh, target that he's been after for the entire time he's been in office. Talking to Dr. Matt Will, economist, University of Indianapolis, mattwill.com. Uh, uh, the question, of course, is when does this end? And when I hear uh, Secretary Buttigieg talk about you know, the shipping of goods and manufacturing of goods, we need to manufacture more goods here. Some people wonder whether or not that's the answer to all of this. Well, we have to stop making things in China, and we have to make them in the United States. The argument against that says you need a supply chain that isn't reliant just on one spot. So if things go bad in place X, you can still get things from place Y and place Z. In your view, would bringing back, whether it's drug manufacturing or, or name your manufacturing, would bringing it to the United States solve our issues? Tony, I agree with one thing. We need redundancy. We know that when we had the earthquake in Japan a few years ago, production for Hondas and Toyotas shut down because they made some parts only in Japan. Redundancy is good. But, Tony, over 90% of everything you buy is on a container ship at some point. It is impossible. It will cause low productivity, lower standard of living, higher inflation if we were to go this route of saying, no, bring everything back. Tony, you couldn't afford an iPhone if it was made in the United States. They have millions of people around the world making iPhones. You can't get that many people in the supply chain in any one place in this country if your life depended on it. It's just not physically possible. Well, that creates, it's in and of itself, a, a, an entire issue. But as you're staring uh, down this, and we saw that the White House put out a graph 
about bringing down inflation, their graph from the White House says that we'll see inflation at about 3% uh, quarter four 2023, 24 months from now, two full years from now. That is not something that I would be bragging about, especially as you commented. Uh, they were calling it transitory just a few months ago. What are the economists you talk to? What are what are you seeing about the future uh, inflation? And when does it start coming back into some normal line? Tony, I, I know this isn't the answer that people want to hear, but you cannot predict the future. We've seen it recently. It's impossible. You find five economists, you'll get 10 opinions. This, this is not possible to predict. I mean, we've seen the track record just in the last year. So all bets are off. Don't try to guess what's going to happen. As long as you have drunken sailors spending money in Washington, D.C., you're going to have inflation. Um, so I would ask you the question, as the person that's more attuned to the political side of the equation, do you think the government's going to stop spending money? Oh, you are adorable. I ever tell you how cute you are? You are just like a precious little flower. That's what you are. That's what you are. They they should make Matt Will dolls, you know, Matt Will teddies that that, that, that kids could sleep with at night and say you're you're my cutest little economist. Yes, you are. Is the government going to stop spending? What? Don't I? Isn't that the first rule of like law school to, or being a lawyer? Don't ask a question you don't know the answer to, but you knew the answer, so you got to ask the question. Good for you.